0: The Hulk, when he wasn't the Hulk, was like your 1980s like scientist nerdy guy. Like, oh, don't make me angry! Oh no! Well, hey, it's uh, Montreal sauce, and it's like uh, I don't know episode three or something. Yeah, it'll be
1: it'll be some episode number. I think we can reliably say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh- yeah, this is our this is our new format uh, for the show, so uh, this is season two, uh, and this will be episode three, uh, because what we're doing is we're doing recording sessions that are about two hours, and then we're splitting them in half at about the hour mark, uh, depending on how long we go and what a good spot to switch it up is, and then uh, from there, um, yeah, so we get two episodes out of a recording session, so this will be... 3 and then at some point later on it'll be 4 and I'll probably record like a fake intro for it and then release us back into it or something like that
0: I don't know we'll have a cliffhanger
1: that's right <laughs>
0: I'll ask Jonah a question and then we'll just stop <laughs> and you'll have to tune in next week to get the answer
2: so this is two episodes does that mean that my fee doubles
1: <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: Yeah, we will yes. give you double zero.
1: <laughs> that was awesome. an
0: excellent question.
1: <laughs> so I'm actually really excited that uh, you guys can hear each other. It seems like you guys can hear each other okay. Either that or you're really doing a good job of guessing what the other person is saying.
2: <laughs> um, no, I, it's, I can hear it perfectly. Awesome.
1: Good. This is the, this is the first time that we – this is the second time we've had a guest on the show. It's the first time we've had a guest since getting the new audio board set up. So um, we're doing it a little bit differently. Instead of a Skype conference call, I have you each on separate Skype lines and all mixed together through the board to each other. So this is uh, fun and exciting, and I'm nervous that that one of you is going to drop off accidentally. (laughs) uh, And I'm going to have to scramble and make the other person vamp for a little while while I get the other. But it'll be fun. (laughs) This is... It's also the first
0: live, the first live podcast. So. Right on. Yeah. I should have prepared a song in case uh, Jonah or you drop out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: or a monologue.
0: Or, yeah. Monologue. Yes. yes. Quick, Chris, ukulele solo. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't do ukulele with uh, our famous um, foley with our mouth. I can only do, like, banjo. so uh you know on those classy like npr shows they often um introduce the guest and talk a little bit about them and uh uh we're not classy we're above that and we want (laughs) jonah to tell the world about himself because you know he knows him better than anyone else yeah. <laughs> and plus, like, this is a world of, where we have lots of privacy issues, so I don't want to, you know, maybe we are <laughs> are talking to Jonah. This is, uh, you know, Jonah lives five, at 57389.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Jonah Bailey. I am a designer at a custom software consultancy in Grand Rapids, and I love movies and technology, so I must be a great guest for this podcast.
0: Oh yeah, we should have had you on for previous episodes cuz today's episode we're just going to talk about our favorite uh, menu items and recipes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's going to be real quiet on this end.
0: Uh... <laughs> Excellent. All right. I believe you were lured here on the pretense that we would also talk uh, Captain America.
2: Yeah, I can talk I can talk about Captain America.
1: Now see, <laughs> I think uh, chris i don't I don't know about you, but I am not a super avid comic book reader. I'm more of a comic book movie goer um and so you had mentioned in other conversations Jonah that you actually read the um the winter story the the winter soldier storyline uh i did in, in the comic books and uh I did. that's probably gonna provide some context for your comments so yep <laughs>
2: Yeah and 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 yeah and uh, I have so many issues with the new Captain America movies that I I'm not even sure where to start. It's 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 very difficult. Um the if I'm not mistaken the same actor that is currently playing Captain America Chris Evans um is also the same actor who played uh Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four movie. So you have the same actor playing two different characters from the same comic book universe, which feels like, you know, time travel and you see yourself and the universe implodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. And in, independently of of that he's a terrible fit for the character, but
0: that's a good point. I forgot about that, you know. It's it's like, like uh Ryan Reynolds playing, but that was two different universes cuz he was uh Green Lantern and then he was uh Deadpool.
2: Right, so. which should be okay, right? Because they're two different universes. I and honestly, I think everyone wants us to forget about the Fantastic Four movie in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean i I don't know it, it, it i I feel like they got the Disney, I'm going to blame Disney um, because the both the both the Captain America movies are are part of the Marvel franchise yep. since it has become part of um Disney yep. and I think they don't they don't understand Captain America. Um, I, I feel like Chris Evans is just, and I, I really hope that's his name. I didn't look it up. I, if I'm, if I'm <laughs> saying the wrong name, I apologize. Um, I think Chris Evans is completely the wrong guy. He's sort of, uh, he's, he's way too nice. He's way too upbeat and, and Captain America, especially in the, in the, in all modern storylines is like a really, um, conflicted guy. He's supposed to be like, like he's supposed to be this, um, American icon. But at the same time, like there's this dark side to him. Like everybody that he knows is dead (laughs)
1: because, right. Yeah.
2: Because he's 115 years old. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they, and, 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 and Disney's sort of response to that is, in the in the new Winter Soldier movie, about every fifteen minutes, we're going to make a joke about him being old.
1: Right.
0: Yes. yes. Or
1: or maybe he'll peer longingly into a uh, locket with a black and white photo in it.
2: Yeah, I know. Where, whereas, like, there were there were a whole like three book episodes where he wasn't even sure if he wanted to be alive like literally thinking about why why am I even alive right now? What is what is the point? Everybody that I know and love is dead. No one that is currently alive can identify or understand who I am. And they don't get into any of that in the movies. And so he, he really does feel like just a – he feels like a Captain America that you would walk up to in a theme park and take a picture with.
1: And I, it's not that they would even need to spend – that much time on that side of him. I mean, that, that could be a, that could be five to 10 minutes in a movie. I mean, you have to make something like that. You, you, you want to expand on the characters like that, but you also are in the middle of an action story and you need to tell some action. Um, yeah, but, uh, but you could spend five to 10 minutes on that and see the more, you know, brooding, contemplative, um, Possibly even you know having morbid thoughts side of Captain America that definitely you don't see I mean Disney puts a high level of gloss on really all of these movies, but um, given given what captain America's storyline is definitely on his uh, story in this particular movie,
2: yeah totally i mean i I think they I, I understand the the difficulty of it the difficulty of it is that you have this this huge, long, like a very episodic story arc that took place during World War two um, and then he and then he sort of goes away for for a, a number of years, and they almost got it right. they almost got it right with the first movie in that like the last ten minutes of the first movie was he wakes up in in this century sure and, but they could have they could have like they could have drawn that out they totally could have drawn that out into a into a second captain america movie and that movie is pretty much totally dedicated to him figuring out that holy crap i'm not in uh 1945 anymore right right because they they brought up the idea which doesn't exist in the comic books um that shield tried to trick him temporarily into thinking that he was that he was still in his contemporary time sure and and that would have been that would have been like a really fascinating movie as he as he discovers i mean and the the other bizarre thing was that like the the 10 minutes where where shield deceived him the this this worldwide spy organization can't even trick one guy for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I, that could have been an entire movie that could have been really interesting. Um, but they, they didn't do it because the the first Captain America movie was simply a prelude to um, the Avengers movie. Right, right. And yeah, I very think much
1: so. I think yeah. that's a failing of, I think the Iron Man movies are the only ones that are exempt from that because yeah. of because of what they are. Um, definitely, uh, both Thor and... The, fir- the first Thor and the first Captain America are both just like, we just need to quick tell these guys origin stories so that we can get them to show up in New York when there's aliens. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And See, not that I w- they... I, I would say both of them are... I find the movies to be entertaining. Um, and part of that is because I don't have... I know generically who the characters are, and so when I go to see these movies, I see the generic, bland versions of the characters. Sure, but they beat they beat things up and they make things explode and yep. they say witty lines that Joss Whedon wrote uh, in his bathroom on his toilet. Um, and uh, and it, it, and it makes me laugh and it it's fun to go see. Um, and I've rewatched Avengers about a million times and I own the first Captain America. Um, and I've seen it two, three, four times. I enjoy them as, uh, as films, and I think they're pretty well put together. But I can definitely see the side of, I have an attachment to this character, uh, and this character is much deeper than what I'm being shown, and there's specific parts of the story that are very different than the character I'm used to. Um, and how do, you, how do you reconcile that? And then if you also continue to follow the comic books... Um, that are being published right now. They're continuing to try to work the storylines from the movies into the comic books as well, yep. um, which then screws kind of with both worlds. I think.
2: Yep, and, and but there are the, the yeah we could we could talk about that you know mainstream <laughs> comic books are actually getting really interesting. DC DC Comics is doing interesting things by rebooting their entire universe. Um, that they they. Recently, did a a thing called the New Fifty Two, where they where they literally started every single comic book over, and 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 started telling each story from scratch, and that was super interesting. Yeah, um, that's
1: cool. I heard about that, and I haven't gone back and and. Uh started reading any of them yet but i yeah. th- i think that makes a great opportunity to if you're not a comic book reader but you're into these movies that's a great opportunity to start getting exactly. into these stories again
2: yeah although although okay. you will be shocked because like the the uh the I, I every every uh dc comic that i've read since they rebooted has been really dark um very interesting but very dark like the the um the the Death in the Family story arc that went through D C comics, mostly centered around Batman and Batman and the Joker, was like incredibly macabre and Mm. just really dark with, you know, the the Joker employing some guy to to cut his face off and sew it back on so that he could completely remove his humanity. It's 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 really interesting, but it's yeah. really dark. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you said before, I, I think that I think the disconnect with with comic book fans, and obviously we're in the minority, um, and the the reason that it can't be emotional, and at least I have a an emotional response to the Captain America movies, especially um, because they are they are well made movies. The the problem is that I look at it and I watch it, and I'm like, that is not Steve Rogers. Right. He's 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 my friend from growing up because I read all about him and I know all about him and I know him as a person because I've read these three hundred plus comics that are about him <laughs> yeah. and and now all of a sudden and now all of a sudden they put him on the movie screen and it's really obvious that they don't even know who he is mm-hmm. and and so that I'm not saying they're not good movies I'm just saying they're not about Captain America
0: right right yeah uh. Peak Winter, who is uh, our lonely person in the IRC chat room, also likes to point out that Mr. Chris Evans was in not another teen movie as well. <laughs> 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 so now you can draw your own conclusions about if that person should be <laughs> Captain America. Captain America or not. Yeah,
2: that's true. And I and I actually as I was sitting here uh this evening thinking about this, I was I was really uh I was trying to think about well, if if not Chris Evans, then who? Like, what what actor would play Captain America? And I didn't come up with any
0: good answers. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I well, when you just said it, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say this because um, of his current roles in movies, but I, uh, I probably an influence that way. But I think the person you sort of describe. I don't know if he would bring the sort of I think he could bring some raw emotion to it Daniel Craig. Oh, but interesting. I, I don't know yeah. that he could pull it off like sort of the emotional like everyone I know is dead he could just be like angry.
2: Well, I mean the this this last uh this last Bond movie he did some he did some very interesting things. Daniel That's Craig. That's
0: true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um Spoilers ahead, those of you who don't read (laughs) comics, but uh, to Jonah's point, I believe, because I have lots of friends like Jonah who read comics, but I myself don't, so I'm one of these horrible glass half-full people, (laughs) or half-empty, but uh, I believe like not too long ago, at least in one of the universes, that uh, Captain America died, didn't he? And he was replaced by the Punisher, who started playing Captain America, or...
2: Yeah, but that
0: yeah, but that stuff always happens in comics. He wasn't really dead.
2: They, uh, oh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> they just had which, to they had to mix it up. And yeah, which, there there was a there was a time when the Punisher played played that part, yeah. yeah.
0: So again, another dark character. So Yeah. Totally. But you bring up a good point. No one ever dies in comics. And that is nope. a particular rule in comics. And what is the name of that rule, Jonah? Oh man, I, I don't know what the technical name is. The technical name is, I I sort of researched this uh, because we do a show. (laughs) (laughs) Not because I didn't want to work out, I swear. Um, The technical name of that is the Bucky Clause. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Which is hilarious. Which brings it full circle, right? Yep. Yep, it brings it full circle. Because the Bucky Clause simply states that... uh, uh, no one stays dead in comics. It's kind of like a little general rule, except for Uncle Ben, <laughs> Bucky Barnes, and uh, there was a third character, um, Jason Todd. So, yep, yeah, Bruce Wayne's dad. No, it's actually the second Robin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, no, but no, Bruce but Wayne. You know
2: what? In the in the in the death of a family reboot, he comes back. Of too. course, he does.
0: Oh yeah and he does later in the <laughs> All concept. the
2: all the yeah i mean he's he's a he's basically d- incredibly damaged and now he's i think he's called the Red Hood and yep. he's he's half psycho and and very hard to get along with
0: Yeah the page actually it was a web comic that uh i saw was making fun of the fact that this is the Bucky clause that's existed for years, and then in two thousand five, when the Winter Soldier story came out, so did the Red Hood story, and so yep. it was like, okay, yep. the rule is now broken. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's interesting, but there are. The, I I think there are characters that that will never come back because they're simply part of the the origin story and if and and if these characters were to come back then then that character would be fundamentally different like um right. uncle ben yeah. and bruce Wayne's parents they they can never come back like they now, they can't be
0: alive do you ever watch the animated movies because again bruce Wayne's dad was sort of back in one of those recently uh, i'm sure he was a clone no it uh it was actually more exciting than i thought it would be and i don't know off the top of my head, I should Google it, but it was the recent uh, DC animated movie for The Flash. Oh, and interesting. It was, it was an alternate history, but what was really Uh-oh. what was really great about it is this villain who, you know, it's The Flash, so I'm not terribly familiar, but this uh, other professor, um, he basically changed The Flash's history, like let his mom live or something. Uh, Kind of like you're alluding to, like that changes things. So it changes the whole history. And so now the Flash is living in this alternate universe or history, but he remembers everything. And um, so he goes to find Batman to help him. And it turns out that um, Bruce Wayne died that night and his dad lived. And so now he's Batman. Oh wow! And he is so Pat's really like seventy-five. <laughs> yeah, and he is really pissed, and like he's pretty much you know the Dark Knight. Like I'm just going to kill people, forget like you know yeah, prisons, that kind of thing. And um, yeah. but the great part about this alternate history that was so cool was when Superman lands on Earth. Of course, the government intercepts him,
2: <laughs> so oh, wow.
0: he gets locked up in a facility. And he's just like this emaciated thin emo character in the like last part of this cartoon. And I don't really want to like say more to ruin it for everyone, but it's so crazy because he has been locked away all of his life. And so when Batman and Flash think that he's the only one that can help them and they find this sort of like character that has never been outside these walls, it's, it's a really interesting take on Superman who is like, basically, you know, a great glossy Disney character, but they don't have rights to DC. (laughs) 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 And here he is, this like emo guy who like, once they break him out, he's just like, you my friend. And then he just like kills everybody with like his heat vision because he can do that. But we never get to see that in the comics because or in the TV or in the movies because he's such a great American icon. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was a, it's a I. I've always uh, enjoyed the Flash but you know there's other characters that you'd rather see stuff from so I watched this uh like oh uh, I guess I'll check this out and I was really impressed with it I was like this is cool this whole alternate history with all these characters
2: Yeah some of those some of those uh especially the DC animated movies are are really interesting I, yeah. haven't, I haven't seen any of the Marvel ones that are worth a damn but the 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 DC ones seem to be have some really interesting takes on on different characters and different storylines
1: yeah i've actually recently started watching on netflix the um oh what's it called uh the justice league um cartoon series uh that's on there i've only i'm only a couple of episodes in but it's uh it's fun. There's a lot of wisecracking going on. It's not... Some, I was kind of trying to gauge, like, okay, if I started watching this, would I watch this with uh, with Evie? Like, is she old enough to handle what's on it? And I'm kind of, like, on the fence on that for a little bit. I want her to be, like, maybe a couple years older before she's seeing some of the, some of the violence that's uh, portrayed in it. Not that it's... I mean, it's still very cartoony, right? But, um, you know, there's definitely lots of people beating each other up in it uh but it it's it's fun it's it's fun to watch and it reminds me of when so when i was a kid um there were a lot of um there were a lot of batman um both the michael keaton movies were being made but also the um (laughs) uh but also the uh the Animated series became a big thing, especially after the Michael Keaton movies had been made. Um, the Batman animated series was on like every afternoon and I watched it every afternoon and that 's probably the closest of all of these comic book characters that 's probably the one that I have the most connection to, just because I watched that cartoon every single afternoon and i and I learned a lot about the Batman character and i don 't and I have no idea how accurate. That is to comic books. I know they retold a lot of his stories throughout that animated series, but that is probably the most attachment that I have to any of these.
2: Can you imagine working on a show that airs every weekday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> An just as animated. As you were saying show. that, I was just like,
2: "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, like yeah. the 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 just the. The human capital that has to be behind uh, oh, I know an I know. effort like that is just unbelievable. I mean, you've got the you've got the animators. There's probably computer animation involved. The script writers, the voice actors, the directors, yep. the yep. lighting people. Oh my gosh! Every day because that was a that was like a, a thirty minute show with commercials, so it was twenty two minutes. Yeah,
0: go. Yep, every day, it, every day. It's it's interesting that you say that because I recently heard an interview with uh, Seth Meyers who has taken over, you know, late night, and um, yeah, and he said like, "Wow, this is crazy" because you know he's gone from this whole like Saturday Night Live where you work the entire week, do the show live on Saturday, and then you start over the next week. To he's like now because it's you know one of these shows that they tape earlier. He's like. I get to go home at a decent hour, <laughs> you know? He's like, yeah, it's everyday work, but he's like sort of working at Saturday Night Live was very stressful because it's like writing and then you're rehearsing and you're reading through and all this stuff and it's just all this tension building and he gets relieved on Saturday and he's like, it's a lot of work to do a show that's on every day, but it's like I get that instant gratification once we tape. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. and then I get to go home. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And they don't, I mean, well, I, it depends. I, I
2: remember, so I'm old enough that I that I watched Johnny Carson on TV um, probably like the last five years of mm-hmm. his run Word. before he retired. And I swear that guy only made about maybe 100 shows a year. Maybe. The, the, the amazing thing about late night shows is that if you do a repeat, most people will never know because it's the same thing every night. Yeah. Right.
1: They'll, they'll only know if they watch the monologue and realize the jokes are old.
2: Yep. That's right.
1: <laughs> like the inter, that's right. the interviews for the most part, I mean, unless, unless it's like a really, I'm going to hype my movie that's coming out. And it's like, yeah. well, that movie and came, it came out six months ago. Six months yeah. ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then a lot of times when they rerun those, they cut a lot of those segments out too. Yep. So then it's just a lot more commercial, <laughs> a lot less original show.
2: Yep. Yep. But I mean that's yeah, they I mean they'll they'll do that. Dave Letterman did that all the time too. I think I think eventually they have enough clout that people watch it even if it's a rerun, they don't care.
0: Yeah, it's all about the gas too, you know? Yep.
1: Yep. So I'm going to go back to the uh, "Who would you have play Captain America?" question uh, from way back a while, a while ago, um, <laughs> a long while ago, probably, uh, and say, um, and this is where again my uh, my my uh, Star Trek fandom shines through, right? Um, and I'm going to go with Chris Pine and ask if he's too much like. Uh, the guy that they have playing him right now. And it, yeah. part of it is like, can he even, I don't know if physically he would even be the
2: right build yeah, for that his, character, right? But Yeah, his his problem is he's too short. Yeah. It, the, and, and, really, and really, Daniel Craig is, is probably too short and he's also too old. He's 46. Right. Um, I mean, Chris Evans is the right age. He's the right, I, Captain America needs to be like six foot five. And he needs to weigh like 250 pounds. Um so Chris Evans is about the right guy. He just he can't act worth a damn. I think that's probably <laughs> part of it. So the so the whole the whole the whole darker side of of Captain America is just lost. Like in the first movie, he sort of breaks out of that place that they had him in and, and his response to, Oh my gosh, I just woke up and it's seventy years later. Yeah. Is to run down a street in Manhattan? Oh, okay. You know that's
0: <laughs> huh. They sure are a lot of flashing lights out here.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, Captain America's Captain America is like he's not just like he's not just a he's not just a strong guy. He's a he's a superhuman. Right. He's like he is. He has been chemically altered. And so that that's a tough one. It's a tough one because he's he doesn't he in the comic books there's a there's a really big difference between him and all the other super fit guys that are around him. Like he is he is head and shoulders above all of them. So he almost exists in this quasi land between the Hulk which you know and and unless you're in the 1970s and into making really bad TV shows, um, you <laughs> have to computer animate. Yeah, like you have to because he is—he's not just—he's like eight feet tall and and weighs. I mean, I think in in the Marvel Universe comic books, they where they they have. I don't know if you guys know this, but there are like these huge books that are all that are called universe books. And they're sort of like the yearbooks of all the people in the universe. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to, I used to like just lose it over these books. <laughs> I would get one every single year and read all 500 pages. And and on the Hulk's page, on the Hulk's page, and it's these are actually really interesting, like jumping off points if you want to get into like a Marvel universe or a DC universe. Um, because they usually have the entire backstory, and so you can read it and get an idea for the for the main characters and the and all the storylines, and then jump into a series at like number six hundred and forty five, and and be able to get something out of it. Um, but it, on the on the Hulk's page, I think they say that his weight is just unknown <laughs> <laughs> because. He's so big no one's ever picked him up, so and the scale doesn't exist that could that could sure. actually weigh him. Um so you have to computer animate him. Um but Captain America's like not that, but he's supposed to be that big. And so it's 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 like Chris Evans is like he's a really big guy, but he's still not big enough. And sure. you so you need the rock. I don't know. I yeah, but yeah, but the rock. Come on. <laughs>
1: then it then it's just the rock. <laughs> yeah.
2: He can't be as he can't be a superhero. I mean, even for this there's this uh Guardians of the Galaxy movie and there's a there's a there's a there's a character in there that is perfect for um I think it's coming out it's coming out this year. I don't know if it's a Christmas time one. That that one will be great um the guardians of the galaxy is is really funny it's just like all these reject characters in a in like an alternate future that call themselves the guardians of the galaxy and somehow they are and it's it's really bizarre that they that they somehow save the universe over and over again when really they're just this band of like smugglers and thieves and assassins and rejects <laughs> and really bad at their jobs um but one of them is like perfect to be uh the rock, and if they didn't choose him. they went and got another professional wrestler because <laughs> you know he's he's just he's he's the rock he can't be another really important character
1: yeah i don't i right. don't think you can i don't think you can divide his his identity um and turn it into uh, a character that is well known you have to just give him like this is yeah. this is John. This is the Rock. He's playing a character named John Smith, but he's just <laughs> going to walk around and be the Rock. That's yes. what's going to happen.
2: The one, the one exception. I will give him some cred. Uh, I was the just one exception. Go there. Yeah. Did you? I, I, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if Chris is going to go the same place. I was. I saw. So there's this movie called Pain and Gain with uh, Mark Wahlberg, and uh, <laughs> and I thought. I honestly thought it was going to be terrible, but it it I can't recommend it enough. It was hilarious, and in that, uh, Chris Johnson—that's his name, right? Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson um, basically plays this like this this roided up uh, <laughs> born again Christian that just got out of uh, that just got out of prison. Um, that really wants to do the right thing, but he's constantly on steroids, so he has no control over his rage, and he just keeps killing people. Um, and it is – he does a fantastic job. Really, really good. If you haven't seen Pain and Gain, go see Pain and Gain. It's its its about terrible people. It's, it's about people that deserve uh, Darwin Awards, but it is <laughs> really, really funny. Really funny.
1: They've just not no. received their awards yet.
2: Oh, I think they probably have received an award for <laughs> <two.
0: laughs> I wasn't going to go with that one. I was going to go and I I think honestly my my problem is um or my pick is probably not a very good one because it was probably one of his uh first movies, but that was um uh, it was like a gangster film with um Travolta. And it was a gangster film like ah uh, something like that in like Hollywood kind of. I believe so. Huh. And I totally... I've seen He like he wore like this um fro wig and uh <laughs> <laughs> and he played sort of like a an idiot and maybe so he was being mostly himself i think it was maybe be cool
2: That's oh i haven't was. i haven't seen that
0: yeah so yeah and he was not really the rock in that but that was probably back in like 2005 so we didn't really know him to be this awesome wrestler sure personality so that's probably a problem. I'm just looking at his IMDb page like in a desperation to find this movie and I just scrolled by um, he was in an episode of Star Trek Voyager. I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, really? He was. He was in a 2000, epi- 2000 episode of Voyager called The Champion. So, <laughs> Or he wa- his name was The Champion so he must have been some sort of... You know... You're gonna make me go back and watch Voyager, aren't you? I was just gonna say they did a whole plot where they, of course, came to modern day uh, or present day Earth. Yeah. So I'm wondering the if, present like, he was day of 1996. If he was in the <laughs> background as a wrestler, like a real stretch for him or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Sarah Silverman think, was in that episode. That's true. Wow.
2: Yeah. I think probably, probably I'm I'm trying to brainstorm who could play Captain America, and I think I probably, I mean this is this is an impossibility, but um, Hugh Jackman might have been interesting. Mm. But he's Wolverine now, so that's done. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's or no is question. it? Because obviously Disney has no problem with that. No, no,
0: that's true.
1: Well, the the only thing is I. I think they're trying to do a long-term setup for an eventual um, uh, AVX movie. Um, I don't know how they're going to work that out because I think there's a lot of cross licensing that they have to figure out to make an Avengers versus X Men movie. Actually, no, it's, work a, it's all Marvel. Actually, but yeah, it's I, all Marvel.
2: They owe it all. They own it all.
1: Right. Uh, so, um, so it's just it's just a matter of getting um, you know. Contracts and stuff set up with all the actors, yeah. right? At that point,
2: yep. But uh, they do have to do it soon because some of the they some do of the yeah some some of these guys are getting old in the tooth, yeah, long in the tooth. Sorry,
1: <laughs> and old in the tooth.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick <laughs> Patrick Stewart's so old now that we can just say he's old and long in the tooth. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Actually, um, to go back to like people who you think should play um, to play Captain America peak winner uh, in the chat room suggested George Clooney again sort of old in the tooth but uh, you had mentioned like he's at the size of the Hulk and you made me think of another animated movie and I agreed with you that there were no good Marvel animated uh, movies but Planet Hulk isn't that bad I haven't seen that one that but
2: one's The Planet The Planet Hulk storyline is is phenomenal. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it was it was really interesting cuz I wasn't impressed with the animated um Avengers film. Yeah. Um it was poorly drawn and the characters like <laughs> The Hulk, when he wasn't the Hulk, was like your nineteen eighties like scientist, nerdy guy. Like, oh, don't make me angry! Oh no! (laughs) It was so awful. I wanted to like stop the movie, but eventually, Bruce Banner as Snarf. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, But eventually, that that particular Avengers uh, animated movie was about um, the Avengers actually trying to stop the Hulk, and so then. That um, again, I I heard that it was a good series, but um, I haven't read the comic. But the Planet Hulk animated one sort of took off from there, where they just decided to shoot the Hulk into space so he wouldn't mess up Earth anymore. Yep,
2: yep. And he he arrived at a, another planet of of gamma radiation soaked living beings that were surprisingly human. And yeah, and it happens. It a, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A whole planet of Hulk like beings, and eventually I think he became king. Because obviously, planet Hulk would not be a democracy. I mean, really. Well, no, no. <laughs> They're going to duke it out and see who's. It's going to be survival of the fittest all the way to the end.
0: That was my first introduction to. Uh, is his name Beta Ray Bill? <laughs> <laughs> and I <Sure>. was. <laughs> I think that isn't. What is his name? He's like the Thor. Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, n- I'm
2: not sure. Doesn't sound familiar to me. No. He's like Beta, the Beta Ray
0: Bill. I don't, I don't remember. He's like a clone of Thor, or like something like that, or a robot Thor. It's really weird, and he looks like a bird or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this up. I swear. I'm I'm Googling it right now. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill. Boom.
2: Yeah, you're right. There it is. Beta Ray Bill. Who came up with that idea?
0: I have no idea. And like I was so fascinated because I was like, why does he look like Thor, but he's not Thor? And I was like so confused during the movie and they were just like, Oh yeah, Hulk's gotta fight Beta Ray Bill. I'm like, but what?
2: And he has a bird face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh nineteen eighty-three 1983. There was probably a, a lot. There was probably a lot of uh, illicit substances being consumed <laughs> at Marvel Comics in 1983.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, him and Hulk fight, and it, it's it's pretty fun. But it was like we couldn't get the rights to Thor, so so we got Vader Bill <laughs> but we could get Vader Bill. Oh yeah,
2: that's a terrible name. I mean, it's a really interesting idea, but yeah, that. Oh,
0: uh, and then I'm watching it. I'm name. like, so, um, what hammer does he have then? <laughs> 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 He's sort of a facsimile of Thor, but a bird creature, and yet he has a hammer. Is Excited that? About... What's that? I was just wondering what the hammer was called that Beta Ray carries. Oh. Or are there two, or are there only one, and they have to share? They share custody. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill only gets the hammer on weekends. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: <laughs> it gets so to stay like,
0: overnight on Fridays. So it's like aliens are attacking. Sorry, I'm gonna have to keep the hammer. Gotta save Earth. And Beta Ray is like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, me and Aquaman are gonna go see a movie then.
2: Call me me if you need anything (laughs) Right
0: (laughs) Oh no problem I wasn't going to repair my roof or anything Thanks a lot Thor (laughs) How am I supposed
2: to do that without my hammer
0: So uh, So
1: where did it uh, Where did it go sideways for you Obviously it went sideways for you In the first Captain America movie Not in Winter Soldier itself
2: yeah, I mean, I mean, Red Skull's like when when Red Skull just oh Red Skull's dead.
0: Oh okay, <laughs> that's
2: that's like Captain America's nemesis, um, and he should live for a long time, and there should be a lot of excitement in this. And I think this is a this is an issue that exists in uh, a lot of modern American movies, is that we 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 feel this need to bring closure within 90 minutes. Yeah, we need to and, wrap it up cleanly. Yeah, and and sometimes there are just like there are really good bad guys and you shouldn't kill them like the the end of the movie it does not need to be that the bad guy dies. Like right. that that is that is not a requirement of the plot. I mean, th- case in point um Benedict Cumberbatch doing a fantastic job, uh spoiler alert. So if you yeah. haven't seen, uh, um, what, what was it called? Into the Darkness or Into Darkness. Into darkness. Yep. Um, so you should just stop listening. Um, <laughs> so Benedict say, Cumberbatch. I don't
1: know how you made it to uh, episode, season two, uh, episode three, without having seen Into Darkness by now.
0: If, if you haven't seen it, just shame on you. Go away. <laughs> hey, you guys, take it easy on my mom. Aww.
2: <laughs> Even... my my mom has seen into darkness um and he just did a fantastic job as khan he did who is who who is like i i don't even want to argue about this who is the <laughs> best uh character villain in the star trek universe like that's just in, incontrovertible whether he's uh whether he's the original or whether he's sherlock holmes um he did a fantastic job, and it was a fantastic character. And I felt like we were just getting going; like this was just getting interesting. And now, you, you, well, he didn't die, but right. you, you freeze him and put him away. No, let him get away. Let him get away to find another day. No, but right. see,
0: that's let us keep going. The next movie is going to be this awesome crossover of Star Trek and Demolition Man. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. The the red skull being killed off like and there's the whole like the and the the whole cosmic cube coming up in 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 that time which it which to my understanding, to my recollection it never did. The the cosmic cube is a more
0: modern thing. Well, and um, the issue there's an issue with that as well because um if we're to understand What is it like the Thor movie? He shows up because the cube is there, but he didn't show up like 70 years before when it actually showed up. Exactly, like like that's a problem in itself. Yeah, it's the space bridge is kind of slow. Sorry,
2: (laughs) it has a time delay of oh 70 years, (laughs) but uh, yeah, that was that was all frustrating.
0: Again, you get back to sort of the Disneyfication of the uh, comic because I think in the case of the Red Skull, (laughs) I hate to be this guy, but um, in case of the Red Skull, if you watch the first movie, I think they're very careful to sort of steer clear of... Talking a lot about Nazis and it's all about Hydra because we want yep. this movie to gross nationally very well, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So
0: yeah, maybe I mean, let's get rid of the Red Skull because we don't want to talk about just defeating Germany all the time because we want to sell the movie there. <laughs> yep. Totally.
2: To- well, they—they, I—I don't even know if they can't. I don't even know if, um, actually, that movie because of, um, because of German national law would even be like legal. Right. Um yeah, because you you can't you can't even you can't even you you can't uh display a uh, swastika anywhere in public. So uh I think the I think the entire movie wouldn't be able to be
0: screened in Germany. Interesting. Yeah, that's um <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I I think it went I think it went sideways with uh the, I, I mean, there's a there's a fundamental tension between between movies and comic books because comic books have um, have story arcs that go on for years, but like literal years that go on for 52 uh, issues. Just they just go on and on and on, and that doesn't. Unfortunately, I think that lends itself. Really, um, to TV shows, I, I I think there should be a lot more hour-long TV shows that are about um, comic book characters and not the 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 crappy um, CW ones. Like I <laughs> I suffered through a season and a half of Arrow, and because somebody told me it was good, and that person's not my friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because the because Arrow is just like it's not good, and it's never going to be good.
0: it's tween
2: it it's totally, it's uh,
0: yeah, um I what do you think about I'm sorry to jump ahead, but what do you think about this new like Gotham show, which is basically Smallville? I hope it doesn't suck um, yeah. it it looks
2: interesting um I'm not sure that I'm interested in Batman as a teenager. Exactly. I, I think I I think um I think Superman is interesting because as a teenager because he's an alien and because he has like real superpowers. Batman the amazing thing about Batman is that he doesn't have any real superpowers. He's right. just smart and incredible martial artist and he's a technologist and that's what makes him amazing. Um and that that sort of identity or that role as a teenager. Like I don't want to know that person as a teenager. <laughs> so I hope it doesn't suck. That's all I can say. Watch it, Batman learn to manage his money so that he can one day <laughs> afford a Batmobile.
0: Well, and that's the the issue is that you either introduce a bunch of stuff that <laughs> maybe never existed in the original canon of things or <laughs> what you do is you sort of do these like tongue and cheek things you know like he steals a motorcycle to chase down a criminal and then looks at it and goes hmm maybe this is a good idea for the future and you're just like oh groan like yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: but yeah yeah that's true i i mean i could i could be down with that i i don't know how believable it is that a 14 year old is going to is going to steal a big bike I don't know it right. it seems weird why why does he have to be why does he have to be a kid why can't he be like why can't he be like 18 19 20 like that yeah. that's an interesting one
0: that or or it'd be more interesting to do like what was it the nightwing story instead of sure. batman as a young guy
2: Well the, the in the in the new 52 in the in the DC universe they actually had um uh a story arc. I hope I'm not getting this confused. I read I read a lot of Batman comics this year. Um I I discovered I discovered that the that the public library here in Grand Rapids has like like stacks and stacks of, of free graphic novels. Um wow, that's awesome. Yes, it is. They're <laughs> they're super poorly organized, and and my kids when we go into the graphic novel room, they're just like, "Oh, not this again," because they know that we're going to be in there for like half an hour as I try and find something interesting. Um, but um, they had this whole, "Hey, I live downtown." Can you tell?
1: Nice. Um,
2: yeah, they they have this whole storyline in the New Fifty Two of of Batman. Um, as a twenty-year-old, sort of, sort of um, getting it together, and he he gets his ass kicked a bunch of times. As he sort of figu- he he knows that he wants to fight crime. Um, he's not he has not put two and two together with the whole bat thing yet. Um, but he knows he he has to be a vigilante. He has to operate outside the law, and he's just figuring stuff out. But it's believable because he's like, they don't say how old he is, but he's between like 20 and 25. And I think that could be a really cool show and they could call it Gotham if they want to. But Batman as a 14 year old, I'm not convinced. Sure.
1: Writing all the wrongs at his private school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure yes yes please let's get let's let's put up uh, let's put up morality and ethics to a 14 year old sounds great <laughs> right and by sounds great I mean it sounds terrible I mean I already read the Harry Potter novels I don't need to listen to a teenager rant about what's right and wrong and all the terrible things in the universe again I'm done I did that <laughs> I did that I did that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so that series would be more like you know the twenty to twenty five year old one would be more like a an extended like t v length um t v season version of
2: Batman begins yes, but it would it yeah except for except for Batman begins sort of um it it this this one was about so he goes away and he's part of razal al Ghul's, uh Um, Academy or whatever the hell that was in the Himalayas. Yeah. Um, It depends on which comic books you read as (laughs) as to exactly how that went down. Sure. Um, But the the idea is that he comes back to Gotham after having been away for a long time, and he knows what he wants to do, and he has some skills, but he hasn't figured out um, how he's going to do it. And he, he hasn't sort of found his identity as uh, yeah. as a superhero yet. He's just this he's just this good guy that loves his city and he knows that he can't trust the cops and he knows that working within the law is never going to work because there's too much bureaucracy, the law's all bought up by the mob anyway. Yep. So he has to work outside that. And he so he just like he he does something that a a dumbass 20 year old would do and pulls on a ho- uh, like a ski mask and goes out and tries to fight crime and realizes, Oh, I may like know some martial arts, but there's 15 of these guys and there's one of me. Right. And so he gives, he gets his ass kicked a lot yeah, and, it, and, and, and it's good for him. He, he realizes that it's, it's the, and he, he realizes that there is something missing. And I think that sort of, Realization of there is something missing and coming to grips with fear, being the man with no fear, um, using using this persona or this or this brand really um, of the Batman to multiply his forces and sort of be larger than one man and be larger than than life um, is is how he's going to do his thing, and I think that like could be a a phenomenal multi-season story as he just sort of figures that stuff out. And, and people would be drawn to it because they would already have the answer. Right. Yeah. And, and, and every week you're like, Oh, is he going to take another step? Is he going to start to put this together? So I don't know. I think that could be really interesting. And maybe even like, maybe even not you could even couch it in like a completely different, a story. Don't even call it like Batman Begins or Gotham, and let people figure it out as you go along. I think that could be also be really interesting, where maybe the audience doesn't know that this is about Batman. I don't know exactly how you do that. It would be really challenging, but I think it right. could be interesting. And then, like right. three seasons in, somebody somebody calls him Bruce, and like America collectively loses their shit.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I've always wondered. All of
1: wondered, a sudden, you re, you realize that it's you know that the you finally see the sign on the wall that says Gotham Police Department, right or whatever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I've always been curious about why shows don't uh, don't go deep like that with a lot of plot stuff. They just seem to want to resolve things. You know, forget the. Uh, sweeps weeks and things like that they don't want to go multiple seasons you know yeah or if, they do if, it with like the inane like romantic stuff you know like <laughs> i'm really old so i'm thinking like moonlighting like when are these two <laughs> gonna get together <laughs> you know like yes
2: <laughs> door slam door slam yeah well and then yeah three three seasons in they 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 do get together at the end of a season and then the and then the next season starts with everything's fallen apart and why did that happen yeah it, i mean drawing things drawing that tension out over over multiple years is is what creates classics and it and it feels like people don't want to do that anymore i or at least people in the on the on the big 3 networks don't want to do that i i think we can safely assume that they're like never going to do that if if it's going to be anybody it's going to be uh it's going to be a cable channel it's going to be one of the like HBO Cinemax Miramax etc
0: well yeah and Paul and I have talked about this multiple times it's it's sort of uh, a problem i think um with the way that seasons are currently constructed because HBO and like Netflix they don't have these issues of trying to draw something out like that because yes. they don't have all these interruptions in their seasons and yeah yep. you know they don't they don't set out to make like 22 episode seasons they're just like hey we're doing like 13 or 6 and here's the storyline yep. and then next totally. year sorry it's a whole year later but on true blood this is happening and you're like yeah what's going on now I completely agree. That's the way. Like, I, I think I think some of the
2: best televisions being done in Europe right now, um, and the 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 BBC does some fantastic shows. Oh yeah, um, and and their the all of their all of their dramatic series are maximum six episodes. Yep, long. Yep. Um, I mean the the episodes are gargantuan. They're like they're like ninety five minutes long, but. And they're they're like mini movies so you so you watch 6 of them over 6 weeks like they don't spread it out over 6 months they like like when sherlock happens in the UK it's over in a month they're done i think that i think the only exception really um well the, there's there's ex- the the only popular exception we, would be doctor who and doctor who i think yep. it tops out at 13
1: right and even that is split between like a front a front six and a back six with yep. a good six months in between those.
2: Yep. Yep. And Yeah. And Doctor Who's a bad example because the because uh, well classically there 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 really wasn't an, an ongoing story arc and it wasn't really until um in the modern one with David Tennant, that that we really began to see, like, oh, there's a story arc going on here with the whole bad wolf thing. Right. I think that was David Tennant. Eccleston, um, Chris Eccleston. Oh, was it? Did uh, bad wolf? Yeah. Was it? But did bad wolf start at the at the end of Eccleston?
1: No, you saw hints of it all through his
2: season, all through the and then it, and then it was at the end of that season. And at the yeah. at, at the end of
1: that season, Rose yeah. becomes the bad wolf. Yeah. Um, And then interestingly, you continue to see references to it, but much, much more occasionally because it wasn't going to be a – it wasn't that – so Modern Doctor Who, for the most part, I think Matt Smith era is where that starts to fall apart, but most of the David Tennant – seasons also have a very similar like there's going to be a continuous story arc across this entire season we yep. might do a couple of burner episodes but everything is going to kind of reference this and bring it yep. in um yep. and then um and then you get into the matt smith era and the first season has that the second season not quite so much like you have the you know Crack in time stuff and then the third yep. the third scene like this this most recent Matt Smith's season, I don't feel like had any structure to it at all. It was just like we just have to get to um, you know. They tried to do something with the mystery of uh, of who is Clara Oswald, and it, it just didn't. Mm. I just don't think it ever really pieced together. Like she just was a companion, um, and that that was that. Oh, well, there's something weird about her,
2: <laughs> but we don't yeah, care watched, what it is. So I haven't watched this very this very last season. I'll watch. I'll wait until. I'll wait until it's done and I can find it somewhere and watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean We should
2: we should talk about we should talk about Doctor Who another time. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I can I can do that. I'm I'm I I'm a Tom Baker guy. I grew up oh, with Tom man. Baker. Yeah. For me, for me, Doctor Who without a ridiculously long scarf is not Doctor Who. <laughs> I
1: feel it well I won't go into it we'll see I'll save it (laughs)
2: save it let's save
1: Uh, it I'll save it but I I agree with you and I love the Tom Baker episodes I did not grow up with it but I um, I've seen there's a lot of Tom Baker episodes actually actually on Netflix and uh, they are every one of them is worth watching
2: yep yep I I can, I can literally say that I've seen every single Tom Baker episode and I watched on PBS (laughs) Um, when it first ran on PBS (laughs) and I was very young. Oh, and I, I loved it. I loved it. I remember hiding behind the, hiding behind the sofa from the Daleks. That was, (laughs) yeah. Whoever, whoever invented like that character is just pure genius it's It's amazing how like you look at it even now, and they're they're mostly they're most of the time they're c g i and they still look corny as hell, and somehow that voice just sends shivers down your spine
0: hmm, maybe Captain America could be played by a Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put a blonde wig on him. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of what a Dalek would say as a as a Captain America catchphrase, and I can't.
2: uh,
0: Well, and I was trying to say that too, but then I mean that's the problem with the movie. He he's just sort of you know Disney washed. Yeah, (laughs) right. So you don't think anything about it? Like Avengers Assemble or something? Assemble, assemble.
2: (laughs) That would be great. Just totally Assemble. assemble. In the middle of the Avengers (laughs) headquarters, just totally freaking out, (laughs) shaking his little plunger around,
0: turning in circles, spinning in circles (laughs) until he gets smashed. And the Hulk is like, noisy robot was noisy.
2: (laughs) Hulk, Hulk, no need alarm clock. Have Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) Like how it's like the Doge,
1: the
0: Doge Hulk. That's yeah. how, how we've reduced him. <laughs> Doge Hulk, yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally want to see that now. I have a photo Photoshop assignment for next week. Oh,
2: would it, next week! I don't think I can go go to sleep until I see Doge Hulk. <laughs>
0: such such <A> wow! <laughs> yeah.
1: Much radiation. Such strong, very <laughs> anger.
0: Hulk Prophet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh see it wouldn't be an episode of Montreal sauce if we didn't mention Doge. So
2: got to got to get the Doge in. <laughs>